Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you this morning and welcome to Healing School. As always, Healing School is the place where people come to be healed and miracles do happen. The Bible said they came to hear and to be healed. Listen, don't just hear today, but act on what you are hearing. See, that's when faith comes. Faith doesn't come and bless you, heal you, so forth and so on. And then you believe. No, you believe first, and then you act on what you say you believe. You healed, act like you are healed. Do something you could not do before in the name of Jesus. Are you listening to me? If you couldn't walk, start moving those legs around and stand up and walk. I don't care if it's baby steps. Do that. And you will see fate will come. And now you're ready to praise God. Just keep praising him. Just keep thanking him. Just keep praising him. Rise and be healed. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the name of Jesus. Again, good morning, everybody, and welcome again to Healing School. Today, we are talking about what I confess I possess. What I confess I possess that. Now, you may not be able to see that today, but I do want you to know that it is so. And you're going to find out today. Some understanding is going to come to you. See, the Bible says, get knowledge and get wisdom. But in all of your getting, get what? Understanding. Where can you go without understanding? That's like somebody give you an automobile, but they took the wheels off it. Where were you going? Get understanding and rise up and do what you understand, what you found out. You rise up and do it. And the faith of God comes and make you whole. Good morning, everybody, again, and good morning, Prophet. Good morning. Praise God. Good to be here and good to have you join us this morning. Amen. Amen. All right. I believe we're ready to take off. By the way, get your pens and papers or whatever device that you're going to be using uh, for your notes, because I know you're going to want to take some. Okay? Pay attention to words. And I believe now we're ready to start. Okay, well, I'll just get into our notes this morning. What I confess, I possess. Christianity, as we know, is often called the great commission, the great confession. All things in Christ, including salvation, healing, deliverance, they are all dependent upon the confession with our lips of Jesus's lordship. Paul said to Timothy, you have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Mm -hmm. That's 1 Timothy 6 and 12. Mm -hmm. 
when you speak God's word, dare to experience God's miracles in your life. Yes, miracles are the will of God, not just for some Christians, but for all. Amen. Let's pause, let's pause right there for a second. Because we want to really stress this. Notice, I say it's not for some Christians, but it's for how many? All. You don't have to be an ordained minister of the gospel or anything like that. You're a born-again believer. You can do this. Remember in Mark chapter 16, he said, and these signs will follow them. That what? That believe. And he goes on to tell you, in the name of Jesus, in my name, you can throw the devil out of your life. You can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. But notice, those believers can do that. He didn't say those preachers. It's for all, not some. Are you a believer this morning? You're in the right place. See, yes, faith does come by hearing, but it works by love. God acted on his own love. You know how God acted? See, God is love. You know how God acted on his own love? For God so loved the world that he gave. Love will cause you to be a giver. God gave his son. For who? For me and you. He didn't want sickness and disease in our body. Jesus took it in his. Because God gave him for that reason. God wanted us to live. He didn't want us to die. The Bible said for the wages of sin is what? Death. But the gift of God is eternal life. So Jesus took our sins, our sickness, our disease, and he bore it in his own body. And he declared, watch this, by his stripes, we are what? We were healed. See, what you confess, my dear brothers and sisters, that's what you're going to possess. And you're going to see that today real big and strong in this lesson today. All right? Amen. Praise God. You know, sometimes it takes some people a long time to see this truth. And even after they think they've seen it and understood it, they still could not act upon it. Christianity is called the great confession. The law of that confession is that I confess I have a thing before I consciously possess it. Say it again. The law of that confession is that I confess I have a thing before I consciously possess it. That's what real Bible faith does. You have it if you're confessing it by faith in the name of Jesus. You have it before your little beady eyes see anything before your body feel anything, you have it already. How? By the faith of God. See, the faith of God says, I possess a thing before I can physically see it. Before it has physically manifest, 
You are saying you have it. You're in agreement with God. Are you listening to me? Amen. All right. Romans 10, 9 and 10 gives us the law by entering the household of faith. Mm -hmm. it, it says, because if thou shalt confess with thy mouth Jesus as Lord and shall believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Let me say this right there. There are many people struggling trying to live the Christian life. But you don't have to struggle. See, again, get knowledge, get wisdom, but in all you're getting, get what? An understanding. Now, he just told you here in Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you confess with your what? With your mouth. He didn't say confess sins. There are ministers who ask people when they answer an altar call, have you confessed all your sins? No, they, they, they listen to me. They can't remember every sin they ever committed. He's not telling you to confess sins. See, what you confess is what you're going to possess. If you keep confessing sins, sure, you're going to struggle. You're going to keep sinning. But that's not the confession for you. You confess who? The Lord Jesus. You confess him with your mouth, and you believe in your heart. Because your heart will follow your words. You confess means to say with your mouth, and you believe in your heart that God had raised Jesus from the dead. He said, then you are saved. But people, they just keep confessing sins, sins, sins. That's the wrong confession. They keep confessing I'm sick. That's the wrong confession. And you're going to see that today. All right? So with the heart, man believes that Jesus is his righteousness. And with his lips, he makes a confession. Mm, of his salvation. There it is. But notice that confession of the lips comes before <coughs> God acts upon our spirit and recreates them. Notice, notice that. What comes first? The confession. confession of the lips comes before God acts upon our spirits to recreate them. Look at there. You got to give him something to work with. You got to confess Jesus as Savior and Lord, the Lordship of Jesus over your life. You see it? Yes. All right. For example, you say Jesus died for 
your sins according to the scriptures. And then you acknowledge him as your Lord. And as soon as you do that, you know, we know that the instant we acknowledge him as our Lord, we have eternal life. That's how it works. That's right. We cannot have eternal life until we confess that we have it. I'll say that again. We cannot have eternal life until we confess that we have it. We confess that we have salvation before God acts and recreates us. The same thing is true in regards to healing. You confess that by stripes you are healed. Mm -hmm. And the disease might be still in your body, but you say, surely he has borne my sicknesses and carried my pain. And I've come to appreciate him as the one who was stricken, smitten of God with my diseases. And now I know that by his stripes, I am healed. That's notice, Isaiah 53 and 5. Notice, I'm not going to be healed. I am. That's why the Bible says thousands of times. No. I, I'm sorry. Now. Now faith is. Now. That word now is in the scriptures thousands of times. There is no delay. Once you confess the Lordship of Jesus Christ, once you ask him to come into your heart and be your savior and Lord, listen to me, he didn't wait. The moment you opened the door to him with your confession of him, he came in, he didn't wait. There are people who tell you, oh, you got to go to school first before you, before, you, before you can be saved. I'm not kidding you, I'm serious. I know some of them been knowing them for years and they're still teaching the same old trash you hear what i call it it's trash why do i say that it's not bible that's a misnomer it's not true think about this do you have to get cleaned up before you can take a bath no well you know before i get saved i gotta go buy me a new suit of clothes really no, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. There, there, were, there, there was a man. Uh, he would just, he loved to smoke dope. And he had those big paper towel uh, marijuana cigarettes that he would roll. I mean, them things was big. And let me tell y'all something. They told him he got to stop doing all that stuff before he can be saved. Well, that didn't work. That did not work. So one day he told me about what happened. And I said, I'm so sorry they told you that because that is not true. Not true at all. 
The Bible does not say you got to get cleaned up first. You got to stop doing this. You got to stop doing it. Folks, if you can do all that, you wouldn't need Jesus. But Jesus said, without me, you can do what? Nothing. Are you getting this? No. You confess the Lordship of Jesus. Confess him as your healer. Confess him as your provider. Start confessing, I have a Jehovah Jireh in my life, and I'm not going to go without not one more day. He is my provider. He has provided for me. He has made a way for me. Oh, come on. All right. Amen. Praise God. You know, for example, we make the confession, by his stripes, I'm healed. The disease, when you make that confession, the disease and the symptoms may not leave your body at once. Did you hear that? But here's the key. You got to hold fast to your confession. That's right. That's right. You know, prophet, yeah. right there yeah. yes. is where many people are who's listening to us. So you think because the symptoms are still there and you've been confessing your healing, you think because the symptoms are there, you think you're not healed. That is the farthest thing from the truth. Much farther from the truth. Amen. No, you are healed. Listen, again, what you confess, you will possess if you don't drop the ball on it, so to speak, if you allow me to say it that way. That's what Jesus meant when he said, you will have what, watch this, whatsoever you say, whatever you say, if you don't doubt in your heart, but believe those things which you say will come to pass, he said, you will have, you will have whatsoever you say. Folks, this thing is powerful. There's power in your mouth. All right. Amen. There, there is, uh, Apostle, and I like that, the way you said it. There's power in our mouth because that's what Mark 11 says. For those of you who are familiar with Mark 11, uh, uh, somewhere around 2021, 22, 23, or, you know, he says, you will have whatever you say. Yes. If you doubt not in your heart, you see it? You will have what you say if you doubt not in your heart. And this is what this scripture, this part of our lesson, I think, is based on. That's the scripture for that. When we say you make the confession that by his stripes you are healed, but by the same time, the disease and the symptoms may still be in your body. And that's not a time to change your confession. That's the time to hold fast because the scripture says you will have what you say. That's so right. you keep saying what the scripture said. You yes. keep saying by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. 
you know, because here's what we know as born-again believers. He is able to make good whatever he has said. We know that he is able to make good what he has said. And, and we have to know that you, you know, you have to know that you are healed because he said so. Now, you may not feel like you're healed, but then again, remember, we're not walking according to how we feel. You may feel sick. You may feel faint. You may feel weak. You may feel the pain still racking in your body. You may feel nauseated. I don't know. There are many feelings out there associated with sickness and disease. But if we go by how we feel, instead of our confession, as we started out in this lesson, you remember, it's called the great confession. That's right. The great confession. So you have to bypass your feelings. You say, how do we do that? Well, I'm not trying to say that the feelings are not in your body. They're there. We just made that confession. We just said that. We acknowledged that, rather, that it's there. But that is not what we focus our beliefs on. We just acknowledge that it's there. But we focus our beliefs on what God has said. And so we believe that. We make our faith confessions based on the word of God. And what did he say? By the stripes of Jesus, I am, and you are healed. We are healed, child of God, regardless to what the symptoms may say. You know it? The symptoms are there. You know they're there. I know that they're there. But here's something I know great. I know that it's far greater than my feelings. What's greater? The word of God. I'm healed because he said I'm healed. And it makes no difference what the symptoms may be in my body. That's I'm not right. going to walk by those symptoms. I'm going to walk by what the word of God says. And so you laugh at the symptoms. <laughs> yeah, you laugh if you can. Yeah, you might be in pain, but laugh. Just make yourself right. laugh. My That's father right. in the gospel said every time the devil would show up, he would just start laughing at him. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And the devil would ask him, what are you laughing at? He said, I'm laughing at you. Yeah. I'm laughing at you because you have no power over me. That's right. Are you listening? And he has no power over you either. But he comes with his fear tactics many times showing up in the form of pain, in the form of pressure, in yeah. the form of fear, in the form of worry, in the form of grief, in the form of doubt and unbelief, any all kinds of forms. He shows up. Why? He wants us to be afraid. Yes. Yes, he does. And when symptoms come on you in the nighttime and start putting pressure on your body, that's, of course, it's, 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 it's scary. Mm. A child of God, that's the time to, as we say, push past that and call to remembrance what he has said by the stripes of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I'm healed. I know the symptoms are there. See, it's called the great confession. So you have to say something. Don't let those pains just start racking and showing up in your body and you just tremble and say nothing. No, that's the time you say, come on, you bring in that great confession. 
You say, thank you, Father, but by the stripes of Jesus. Yes, I know the pain is there, but by the stripes of Jesus. I know he's trying to attack me, but by the stripes of Jesus, come on, I am healed. See, it's called the great confession for a reason. You have to confess it. Come on now. You have to confess it. And when you confess the word of God, now you're putting Satan on the run. Yeah. The Bible says, put, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and then he will what? Flee from you. from you. He won't flee from you if you're not submitted to that great confession you just made. He will not flee from you if you're just hoping and wishing he will flee. It's called the great confession for a reason. You've got to say it. That's right. What are you saying? By the stripes of Jesus, you're laughing at him. Ha, 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 Mr. Devil, I know I'm you. I know you're trying to put all that fear on me. I know you're showing up with all your pain, but take your bag of tricks, take your bag of sickness, take your bag of pain, and get up and get out of here. It's called the great confession. That's right. For, for a reason. Amen. You got to do it. Amen. Right. So you laugh at those things. And, and in the name of Jesus, you command the author of disease to leave your body. Command him to leave. It's called the great confession. And a commandment comes in the form of what? Words. Yes. Amen. Words. He is defeated and you are the victor. Amen. That's right. You have to learn this law. You have to learn. And I'll say it again. You have to learn this law. You must learn this law. It's a law. This is a law. It's called the law of great confession. The law of great confession. You must learn this law. That when you boldly confess, then and only then do you possess. I'll say it again. When you boldly confess, then and only then will you possess. Possess what? Your healing, your deliverance, your salvation. You know, that's how you got saved. You got saved by confessing Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You didn't get saved by just thinking about Jesus, just by reminiscing on what he did, just by having someone read to you the fact of what Jesus did. No, you had to open your mouth and confess according to those scriptures. First John, first John 1 and 9, you, you're not First John, over in uh, Romans, you had to confess that. Romans 10, 9 and 10, you had to open your mouth and say that. Confess Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and then you are saved. But you had to open your mouth and say that. That's Even right. salvation comes by confession. Well, child of God, that's how everything comes. That's how your healing comes. Everything. That's right. Your healing comes by you confessing. That's the great confession. You make your lips do their work. You give the word its place. God has spoken, and you side in with that word. Are you listening? Yes. You side in with the word. But if you side in with disease and pain, there is no healing for you. Say it again. If you side in with healing and pain, what do you mean siding with it? Always confessing. Oh, I'm so, how are you today? You see, this is something else we have to catch a hold to. See, because we've been so programmed the wrong way and that means speaking the wrong things okay let's go with me here just walk with me for a minute you're, you're, you're leaving home in the morning you're dressing you may feel bad 
six something came on in the nighttime. You're not you're not batting a hundred or whatever, but it's still you're pressing your way. You're going to work. You got enough. God has blessed you. You're here. You know you're strong enough to get yourself together. You're getting in your automobile. You're driving across the city. You're going to work. You walk in the door, and there are your coworkers. Everybody, good morning, good morning, good morning. And here's where you have to guard your heart. Well, hi Tom. How are you this morning? Oh, hi Kathy. I'm 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 all right. You know, I I could be better. Yeah, mm-hmm. something came on me in the nighttime, and I tell you, that thing was just bothering me. Hello, what did you just do, Tom? You just made the wrong confession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see it? You made the wrong confession. Remember now, it's the great confession. What is the great confession? By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I don't care what came on you in the nighttime. See, when people ask you, you got to get to this point and place in your life. You got to reprogram yourself. When people ask you how you're feeling, do you know that's an opportunity to make the great confession? That's when right. people say, good morning, how are you feeling today? Oh, I'm great. I'm on top and rise and I'm healed. I'm blessed of the Lord. Are you listening? And mm-hmm. before you know it, I don't care what came on in the nighttime. It's gone and you don't even remember when it left. You know why it's leaving? Because you're making the great confession. That's right. You're confessing it. Remember, nothing happens until after you confess it. Every time people ask me, well, hi, Helen, how are you? I say, oh, I'm blessed. Anybody yeah. that knows me, anybody that knows me or knows anything about me. Hey, Helen, how are you? I'm blessed. How are you? In the grocery store. Good morning. How are you? I'm blessed. In the doctor's office. Good morning. How are you? I'm blessed. It doesn't matter where I am, guys. I have programmed myself to say I'm blessed. Are you listening? You can program yourself to say you're healed. You can program yourself to say you are a millionaire. You can program yourself to say, and that's when it begins to happen after you say it, not just because you say it one time, not just because you say it twice or three times. No, you become what you believe. You become what you believe. And if you believe that and you keep confessing that and keep confessing that and keep confessing that, you're going to become that. Did you catch that? That's why it's called the great confession. It's called the great confession for that reason. You have to program yourself to confess. Don't confess what what you're seeing and feeling. Confess what you want. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what Jesus did. The Bible says, watch this now. He called those things, uh, and you can finish it, Bible scholars out there that know this scripture. What did he say? He called those things that be not... You As finish. though they were. You see it? That's right. He called those things that be not as though they already were in manifestation. And that's what you have to program yourself. So the healing is not there. Call for it. Call those things that be not as though they were. So what are you doing? You're calling yourself healed. The healing is not there. You're still feeling the pain. But the great confession causes what you're feeling to change. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. There you go. Did you catch that? That's right. The great confession of your lips will cause what you're feeling in your body to change. And he's given us what to say. He says, Jesus was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquity and the chastisement of your peace was laid on him. And by his stripes, you are healed. That's Isaiah right. 53 and 5. 
You say, well, that's the Old Testament. Well, I could take you to the New Testament. You want to go over there? First Peter 2, 24. Who his own self bear my sins in his own body on the tree is on an altar. He offered himself on it that I, I, I always call my name, that I, Helen Elder, come on. And by his stripes, I was healed. See it? By his right. stripes, I was healed. It's the, it's the word of God. And so many times I get up feeling bad. Many times things come on in the nighttime, but I push past that. And you got to do the same. If you can use your lips, child of God, your legs are hurting. Okay. Your back is hurting. I understand. Your stomach might be bothering you, but can you still use your lips? Hmm? Can you still use your lips to make that great confession? I promise you, if God gives you the use of your lips, you can make sure that he's giving you the use of everything else in your body to function properly because your lips, by the moving of your lips, will cause your lip, your hips to function properly. I put it like this, lips before hips. You've got to use your lips before you can move your hips. Now that's my book that's coming out and I want y'all to get it. But you have to learn to use your lips before you can move your hips. Are you listening? You've got to learn to use your lips before you want. If you want to move your hips properly, learn to use your lips. It's called the great confession. Amen. Great. Praise God. So if you side in with the disease and with the pain, there's no healing for you. That's right. But God takes sides. We must take sides with the word and repudiate the disease and the sickness that's trying to come upon your body. There you go. I pray God you got blessed this morning because I got blessed just speaking the word of God to you this morning. Amen. And I pray you did too. Amen. Now, prophet, I want to go back to the second paragraph uh, at the top of our lesson today. Bear with me. I am going there. The second. Foundation scripture. All right. Second paragraph. All things in Christ, salvation, healing, deliverance, are dependent upon the confession with our lips of Jesus' lordship. Paul said to Timothy, you have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. 1 Timothy 6 and 12. Keep going. There is a miracle in your mouth. That's where I want you to see. There's a what? There's a miracle. There is a miracle in your mouth. When now, you speak God's okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. When you speak God's word, dare to experience God's miracles in your life. Yes, miracles are the will of God, not just for some Christians, but for all. But who can speak it? Me, you, you can. can. I can. We can. Are you out there listening to us? We're talking to you. You can speak a miracle in your life. I got news for you. You can speak a miracle in your community where you live. You can speak a, 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 a miracle on that job where you work or that business that you own. You can speak a miracle there. People tell me, well, you know, the economy is so bad and, and oh, it's hard times. Excuse me. 
It's what? It's hard times. That's why they're hard. You're living in a word planet. Everything is governed by words. The words that you that you are speaking. Jesus said you are either blessed by your words or you are snared by your words. Your words will cause you to go in or your words will cause you to go to stay out. Your words will cause money to come to you or your words will cause what will, will cause money to stay away from you. Are you listening to me? It's a spiritual law. You have what you say. Mark 11, verse 23. It's a spiritual law. And it's not going to change. The people who have spoke things into motion that cannot be changed at another time. The Bible said death and life is in the power of your tongue. But you've been spending decades, decades. I'm going to die just like so-and-so. Oh, everybody died with something. And then that spiritual law catch up with you. Now you want to live. But you done set this spiritual law into motion all this time you're not going to change it overnight. You need a miracle if one is going to happen. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? Folks, if this is how the prophet said, I'm borrowing the prophet's words here. If you wait until you need faith to get faith, you have waited too long. Did I say it right? Absolutely. If you wait till you need it to get faith, you have waited too long. Miracles are now. Don't let nobody tell you. You can't do it because Jesus said different. Who said different? Jesus said different. Didn't he say the works that I do shall you do and greater works because I go to my father in heaven? That's where he is right now. So what are you and I waiting on? Do you see what I'm saying to you? Amen. As I always say, and I'm going to say it again this morning, you got to go gangster on the devil. What? Go gangster? Yeah, that's Bible. What did David tell Goliath? I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to feed your body to the buzzards. Folks, if that's not gangster, I don't know what is. Remember, the king sent the soldiers to pick up, to, to come and arrest Jesus. What did Jesus tell them? You go tell that fox, that's fighting words. You go tell that fox, I'm going to be here for three days and three nights preaching the gospel. If he think he can come stop me, let him come try it. Is that, did that sound gangster to you? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's your Bible. Look, that's in your Bible. The kingdom of God suffered what? Violence. And the violent do what? Take it by force. Some of y'all have the faith to keep waiting. 
No, you got to have the faith that takes. <clears throat> Take back your life. Take back your health. Are you listening to me? Take it back. Take it back. Start today. Start decreeing and declaring, greater is he that is in me. The greater one lives in me. Sickness and disease have no more place in me. I will not allow you to be any longer. I will not allow you to rob from me what Jesus died to give me. Can you say amen to that? Amen. All right, prophet. This is good. Amen. Praise God. Well, there you have it. Amen. I pray God you got blessed today. There's one thing left to do, and that is we can pray with you this morning and believe the word of God. Amen. Is at work in your life as it is in our lives and in the lives of all believers. We must make sure that that word is alive and moving in us. Amen. We can pray the word of God. Thank you, Father. We, we know that he was, Jesus was wounded for us. We know that he was bruised for us. We know that the chastisement of our peace was laid on him and with his stripes. I thank you right now, Father. We make the confession that we are here. We know his own self, Jesus Christ, bore our sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar. He offered himself on it that we, each of us, might die and cease to exist to sin and live unto righteousness. And with his stripes, we were healed. With his stripes, we were healed. Not going to be healed. We were healed. And so we make that great confession this morning. And we receive it. We take it by faith. And Father, we know right now, because you who are faithful that promised it, you are able to deliver it. And we know right now, we're not moved by what we see. We're not walking by what we feel or what we think any longer. We're reprogramming ourselves to live according to the great confession of your word in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor for helping us to be a part of healing school this morning. We thank oh, you for Lord. it right now, Father. And we ask you to help us thank to you, continue Jesus. in attendance in the healing school until we see the manifestation of your word in our lives. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And I pray, God, you receive that. If you did, just lift your hands where you are and give God praise. Because yes. something is happening for you. You made that confession. You agree with that prayer. Something is happening for you right now in Jesus' name. God bless you. We love you so much. Praise God.